0: Alright you guys, hello and welcome to another episode of Pierce Freedom Radio. I'm your host, Ashley Alexandra, from Instagram. Pretty sure you already know that by now, if you're here. (laughs) Um, But this is just like, okay, first of all, sorry if the sound is bad. I'm literally walking outside, just talking on my phone, because I just like felt called to talk about this right now. Um, But I broke my podcast mic, so like I can't even podcast on my mic right now, so I'm, like, waiting for a new one, but this can't wait. Okay, it can't, but (laughs) I just want to talk. I just want to chat because I feel like, okay, first of all, I also hate the word chat, but I feel like I really just haven't lately. I don't know. I haven't been. I talked about this on Instagram the other day, but I just have not been feeling inspired, you know? I haven't been feeling inspired or called to really share anything, and I am someone who is so intuitive right and I just go with what I feel called to do I go with what I feel aligned with and if I don't feel called to do something and I don't feel inspired then it's so hard for me to do it but I'm trying to push past that because I know in life we can't always feel inspired right we can't always feel like our most aligned selves and one of my favorite quotes to remind me of this is like I think it's like Like the moon, we must all go through phases of emptiness to feel full again. And not that I feel empty right now. Like, life is good. I'm just usually the type of person who's really lit up. And I don't feel lit up right now. And, I mean, I think we're, like, months into quarantine. And, honestly, like, something that really lights me up and sparks my creative energy is travel. And I haven't been able to do that. I haven't been able to do any of it, obviously. And it's really, I'm noticing, it's really just getting to me at this point. Um, Like, literally travel is the one thing that, like, truly, truly lights me up like no other. And really, like, when I travel, that's when I get, and not even when I just travel to, like, Europe or, like, foreign countries. It's, like, when I travel, when I get to take adventures, like, usually summertime is when I take a bunch of adventures, to you know, beach towns near me, and, like, things like that, and get to explore, and go into little shops and stuff, and just getting into that new environment really lights me up, but quarantine, and I know, like, things are open now, but I don't want to be popping in and out of, like, cafes and stores, and, you know, I don't want to, like, spread my reach too far, because just because things are open doesn't mean things are safe, um, and I still want to keep it safe, and I don't know, I do need to go, I know I need to go on an adventure to spark me again, um, but I just feel like I've been in my same little town, like, not even in my little town, like, but in my house, you know, because I'm the type of person who, like, I need to get work done at a coffee shop, or if you guys followed me on Instagram, well, like, for a while, um, you would know that I am literally always or was always before quarantine working at the library or like you know I would work at the library for a little like bop on over to a coffee shop and like whatever because I feel so like I don't feel inspired at home you know like my office is in my room (laughs) um that's also where I do my flows and like my workouts or my movement (laughs) that's also where I sleep so it's like that's also where I get ready so it's like everything happens in my room I'm just like Feeling so drained of my freaking room. But anyways, let's move on. Um, What I wanted to talk about today was eating disorder recovery. So one thing I've really been feeling lately is so disconnected from eating disorder recovery, or at least, like, talking about it, you know? It's so, so hard for me to talk about, it. and not mentally, but because I truly genuinely forget what it was like to be in recovery. I am so, so far removed from that girl who was in eating disorder recovery. And the thing is, like, I remember moments, right? Like, I remember moments, like, in treatment, you know, like, literally one, like, a vivid memory is me, like, sitting at the, like, table, the dining room table, And it was pizza night, and I just sat there crying, like, staring at the plate, crying, with, like, a bunch of girls around me doing the same thing. Like, literally just straight up bawled my eyes out over a piece of pizza. Like, I have vivid memories like that, but I just feel so far removed from that girl. And also, the thing is, I did not do eating disorder recovery like most people do. I did not do eating disorder recovery, the traditional way, and I always say, like, yeah, I need to share my story, I'm going to share my story, but I don't know, I, I feel like, yes, I am going to share my story, um, and I did actually record, like, part one of my story, but it's so intimate, like, it is so intimate, and, like, I just feel like everyone, like, eating disorders in recovery, like, they are so individual, and I feel like there gets to be, like, this huge comparison game of, like, oh, her eating disorder was worse than mine, or, you know, she had it easier than me, or, like, whatever it is, or, like, she was sicker than me. And, I don't know, I never want to, like, add to comparison, but I do, like, think it's important, I guess. One reason I would share my story is just because, like, you guys see the life that I live now, and a lot of noise, (laughs) And I want you guys to know, that, like, that's possible for you, too, because I came from such a dark place, like, such a dark place. Now I can't even imagine, like, living in that darkness. And the other day I was talking to my friends. Um, he is, like, a newer person in my life, and he was asking me, like, about my past with my eating disorder. And he was like, well, like, obviously people on the outside, like, they don't understand, <laughs> right, what an eating disorder is. Um, and he was like, well, why wouldn't you eat? And I looked at him and I was like, I honestly don't know. Like, I do not know why or how I had the mindset of food having so much control over me. Like, I genuinely can't connect to that part of myself. And, like, I looked at him and I said, I was like, well, honestly, I mean, like, I know, like, I just had... A deep-rooted self-hate. Like I hated myself. I hated myself, and I think that's where I get lost. Is like, why did I hate myself so much? Like, what was so bad about me that I felt like I had to turn to self-sabotage in order to fix my problems? Which honestly never like fixed any of my problems. But like my go-to when I had a problem in my life was self-sabotage, and I meant starving myself or, you know, self-harm or making myself throw up, like, or like making myself go to the gym for two hours, like <laughs> just being so mean to myself, or like even like beating myself up in the mirror. Like I realized that my problem with food, like my eating disorder, literally stemmed from this self hate. And I think I get so lost in the translation of like, why did I hate myself so much? And I know that there was things like trigger events that happened in my life to make me feel this negative way about myself. But now One thing, one huge thing that I've realized is that you have to detach yourself so much from things outside of you and really just anchor back to yourself because when you are so attached to the words that people say to you or the way that people, you know, make you feel or act towards you or, you know, results of a certain situation or certain circumstances, when you attach yourself to those things, that is when you know, you feel more anxious and uneasy and, like, unstable, because when you attach yourself to things that you don't have control over, that is what creates anxiety, and I was always so attached to, like, people's word towards me, like, if someone was like, oh, you suck, I'd be like, I would literally attach myself to those words and be like, oh my god, like, they're right, I suck, and just, like, be so hard <laughs> on myself about it, but when you realize that, like, you cannot control people's words towards you or their actions or, Certain circumstances, too, like you kind of realize, like, oh, that actually has nothing, you know, to do about, like, to do with me. And I can say personally that, like, I know when my eating disorder started, and it was like, obviously, over the years, I had built up this, these layers of, like, low self esteem for certain reasons, but it kind of like, it was like the last straw is when a boy that I was like kind of seeing yeah I was kind of dating okay yeah I was dating it was like a summer fling um literally just like straight up ghosted me um I'm not gonna get into the story but yeah I was like heartbroken but I was also like a little like junior in high school like wah boys mattered so much and he just straight up like never spoke to me again like whatever and oh god this lady's yelling at a squirrel (laughs) that scared me so bad um but that is when like that just really triggered like a very downward spiral because it wasn't about and like looking back I realized it was never about the boy right it was about how I truly felt about myself and that just like kind of confirmed for me how I felt about myself I was like oh wait I really do suck and I'm not worthy and I'm not lovable and I'm not this But here's the thing, when you detach yourself from those outside circumstances and outside people and their words and their actions, when you realize that those don't define you and only you can define you, that is when you become strong within yourself. That is when you become strong within who you are and your relationship with yourself. Because guess what? What that boy did to me had nothing to do with how worthy I was or how lovable I was or how enough I wasn't. said everything about his maturity levels and whatever he was going through, right? Like, think of it this way. If you, like, ghost someone or, you know, for me, I know if I, like, don't text someone back for a few days even, it literally has nothing to do with them and I'm just like, oh, I forgot to, like, answer my phone or whatever. But, like, I don't ever think that my actions towards someone, you know, deem how worthy or lovable or whatever they are. It's just, like, my actions kind of mirror whatever I am going through, right? Like, not what those people are, you know? And here's another example. It's like, I will sometimes snap at my mom very easily. Okay, easily. And usually it, it is nothing to do with her or who she is as a person or whatever. And everything to do with something that I am dealing with internally and so obviously like that can probably make her feel bad about herself because I like am snapping on her and she's probably like oh my god like what did I do wrong right but it was like nothing that she did wrong and just something that like I was like going through and took out on her right so but that doesn't say anything about how worthy or lovable or whatever she is and so you have to realize that people's reactions or whatever towards you, like, even circumstances, like, say you don't get the job that you wanted, like, it doesn't change your worth, it doesn't change how enough you are, it doesn't mean you weren't good enough for the job, like, it doesn't define you, so you have to stop attaching yourself to these outside circumstances that don't define you, and you have to realize that the only thing that defines you is you, and who you want to be, and who you decide that you are, right, and like, we always, like, I, I think that, or I look back on my eating disorder and I realize I was just so attached to things outside of me defining me, right? And so I felt so bad about myself and then I turned to food to be like, oh, I'm going to just, like, you know, starve myself. I'm going to starve myself, throw up everything I eat, and um, then I'll be skinny, and then I'll be lovable. I'll be worthy. I'll be enough. Like, everything will work out in my life. And it didn't work like that. (laughs) It didn't work like that because none of those things like self-sabotage is not going to bring you to this ultimate state of worthiness or (laughs) being lovable or being enough because it already exists inside of you. And it's just like you just have to open your eyes and let yourself see that you just have to open your eyes to the fact that like you don't have to do anything to be enough. You don't have to do any go any extra mile, take any extra measures to be enough. It already exists inside of you once you allow yourself to attach to that worth that already exists, you don't grasp to these outside things to bring yourself that worth. And honestly, lately too, so I don't know where this podcast episode is going. This is just like my morning walk brain. And I'm like, hmm, I want to talk to them. So I didn't want an Instagram story. So that's why it's nice to have this little podcast. I hope the sound is like, okay. But even lately... I have realized that a certain circumstance in my life, I was attaching myself too much to the results of. And it had to do with other people that I have no control over. And I realized, like, I was feeling so bad about myself because of how these people were acting towards me. And then I had to step back and realize, like, whoa, 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 wait. I am me, and that is enough, and I just want to be enough for me. Like, that is all that matters. Like, I am sure of me, so I don't need anyone else to be sure of me in my life. Like, if if you're not sure of me, cool. That is on you. That is not on me, and so for a few days, I was, like, in this weird anxiety of, like, feeling so attached to this outcome or these people and their actions and words towards me, and I was just feeling so, like, sad and anxious and then I realized like okay whoa I need to detach from that like detach and I literally just like anchor back to myself I realized like I have me at the end of the day and that is enough and I used to think that was such a lonely feeling but now like I have me and that is enough so I don't need to count on anyone or rely on anyone you know for anything to, you know, tell me how to feel about myself, like, I was feeling this certain way about myself because of what other people were doing or saying, and it's, like, they cannot, like, no one else outside of you should ever be able to control how you feel about you, right, and, I mean, in the past when I, if this situation had happened, I would turn to self-sabotage, right, I would turn to those negative behaviors of starving myself or, like, crying in bed all day or self-harm or whatever it was for me. It's, like, addiction that would, like, you know, quote-unquote take away the pain that never really actually took away the pain, and now I look at it as, like, how can I, you know, take care of myself right now? Instead of, like, how can I self-destruct? It's, like, how can I take care of myself through this situation? Like, how can I you know, be my own best friend and, like, care for my soul right now? Like, what do I really need? And, like, I literally look at it from, like, an outside perspective of, like, how would I take care of, like, my friend going through this or someone I really loved who was going through this? Like, how can I love myself through this? And so that's what I did, and I realized, like, Allie, what other people say or do or the certain circumstance and the result of it, has nothing to do with you, and so I realized, okay, I need to detach from that, and just attach back to myself, because again, my worth, and your worth, it's internal, it lives inside of us, no matter what goes on in our outside world, and you just have to keep attaching to that, when something in your external world happens, that kind of shakes it up, you have to be so strong, and anchored with yourself, You don't have to turn to those self-sabotage behaviors. You don't have to turn to negative things. You don't have to turn to self-destruction. You can say, you can turn to self-care. You can turn to self-love. You can turn to nurturing yourself rather than tearing yourself down. Because that is what's going to get you somewhere. That is what's going to help you heal rather than do the exact opposite. Um, and again, this was such like, this was so random. Like, I don't even really know what this episode was about or know what, what the purpose of it was. <laughs> I I guess I just felt like I really wanted to talk because I feel like on Instagram, I, I used to feel so connected by like talking to you guys about eating disorder recovery. And, oh, I know what I was starting to say is like, I really did eating disorder recovery in such a different way and i will always say that i self-recovered no matter how many times i went to treatment because one when i went to treatment i was a minor and was forced into it and when i say i never once bought into anything that they told me or did anything that they told me or anything that my doctors told me i I I, like I'm not I'm not lying (laughs) you can ask my whole family we were just talking about the other day um my brother was like um yeah she refused anything that any professional like told her she was too stubborn to do anything so I mean that is the truth ask anyone I went to treatment with they will tell you like I would sit there in group or like I would just be so mean to like the workers and I'm like no I'm not doing that oh you want me to do that nope I like refused everything And it wasn't until I decided on my own, like, I will always say, like, the day that recovery really started for me was, like, when I checked myself out of treatment and was, like, I'm not listening to any of my doctors or anyone. And I'm not suggesting this. This is, again, why, like, it's hard for me to talk about, like, my recovery because I know so many people need the therapy and the dietitians and the meal plans and the weekly doctor's appointments. But it wasn't for me. That was that did the opposite of healing for me. And it wasn't until I decided to choose myself and heal myself and just listen to myself and my soul. That is how I really healed. Like it wasn't when I was listening to doctors or therapists or doing freaking CBT or whatever. I hate coping skills like that. (laughs) It wasn't until I set out on my own journey that I truly healed. And so it's hard for me to talk about it because like, I never want to inspire you to be like, mm, frick my doctors, you know, like frick my dietitian. I don't need them because you might. And that's OK. Like everyone like a lot of the clients I've worked with, too, have had like the treatment team. They've done like, you know, ex- meal exposures and things like that. And I never did anything, anything like that. I actually hated that stuff. And I was like, nope, I like I don't know. So I did it very differently. So sometimes it is like weird for me to talk about um, like self-recovery, but. I just think, like, choosing yourself at the end of the day is, like, what's important that you choose yourself. And, like, I was saying also at the beginning of this episode, it was just, like, it is hard for me. It's gotten so hard for me to talk about recovery because it's easy, you know, to talk about recovery in the traditional sense, right, of how people do it, (laughs) right? Like, how it's suggested you do it or how the treatment centers teach you or whatever, But I did it by loving myself and learning to love myself. And I fell so many times along the way, I fell. But I didn't do it by focusing on food whatsoever. I didn't do it by focusing on my body whatsoever. I did it by focusing solely on the relationship that I had with myself. And once I realized that was what I needed, my recovery, like, sped up like, the process just, like, was, it it was so quick once, once I realized that, it it was so quick once I realized, like, this is all about me, and I need to just learn to love me, and focus on that, and allowed myself to learn to love me, and connect to me, so, I don't know, I'm just feeling so, like, I don't know how to talk about eating disorder recovery, you know, because I know that a lot of people follow me, too, like, they do find help and treatment, and things like that, so it's like, I don't know. Sometimes I feel a little lost in the sauce when it comes to it. And for me, I guess it's just easier to talk about like, you know, loving yourself for who you are and being confident in who you are and knowing your worth and knowing that your worth is not contingent on anything outside of you. Because once I learned those concepts, that is when true healing really came in for me. And so I guess like that's what I hope to inspire in you too, is to just learn to love yourself for who you are and be confident in who you are and you know to know that your worth goes so, so much further than you allow yourself to see. And once you can detach yourself from those external factors that you think will bring you your worth or that you think determine your worth and really just attach to the worth that is within you already, you will learn to become so strong. You won't rely on, you know self-destructive behaviors to change you because you realize you don't need to be changed you don't need to change for anyone else or anything else to be worthy or to be loved or to be enough because it already exists within you so you just have to let yourself open your eyes to that truth that exists and again this was just honestly a random ramble but I'm happy I did it and I don't know, it felt good to just like talk to you guys like this. I just have been feeling so lost in the sauce lately and like not in a bad way. Like I'm really happy in life right now, to be honest. I'm like things are going well. Um <laughs> I hope I can tell you guys some updates soon. But um things are well and I and I'm excited and I'm in this transition phase too of like business stuff, which I hope to be able to tell you guys about that soon as well too um but when it just comes to content I'm just like feeling a little lost in the sauce but I do love you guys and I do just really appreciate you being here and just like following along with me and my journey and just like listening to the podcast episodes or even just like watching my Instagram stories or whatever it is I mean like this community like my community that I've built is truly truly like everything to me like I care so 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 much about you guys and that's why when I do go through periods of being uninspired I feel so sad about it I like feel so sad because I just want to show up for you guys all the time every day and show you how to love yourself and show you how to find food freedom and show you how good life can be but sometimes I just don't feel the spark and I'm really really trying because again like if you're listening to this, you are one of those people who are in my community, and that just, like, it means the world to me, it means the world to me, because I just, like, now I'm rambling, but (laughs) as always, I just, like, remember old little Allie, and she was sitting in her hospital bed, and she never thought life would get better, and she never thought she would be happy, and I wake up every day, and I just feel this immense gratitude, like, I literally cry at, at the sky, like, call me a freak but like the sunrise the sunset they excite me like nothing else in life and it's because they truly remind me how simple like how simply beautiful life is you know and it just reminds me to be really grateful for where I am today and the life that I do live and the fact that you know I fought through so much and like just got to this place where things are really good and I just want that for all of you so I don't know like If you are in my community, I just appreciate you, and I love you, and I hope that any of my words or my Instagram stories or my Instagram posts or literally anything can help you in any way. I hope you get some takeaway from something or find some inspiration, anything that I say that's truly, truly, truly all I want, and even just, like, talking to you guys like this right now just makes me feel a lot more connected and inspired, so... If you are here, again, I really appreciate you, and I just, like, I wish I could give you a big hug. Um, Thank you for listening to this random ramble. Thank you for listening to all my random Instagram rambles. Thank you for just being here, Um, and I will see you guys. Well, actually, you will hear me on the next episode of Fierce Freedom Radio. Love you so much.